Hello, hello, everybody. We just stared at each other for five seconds and deciding who was going to say hi first. I didn't know the the audio was running. It's running. It's We're running. Here. We're here. We're loud welcome and clear. Welcome back, guys. Or if you're new, welcome. I would love to know who's new. I know. How many new people we have? Like, if you haven't, if you or who's been listening since the beginning? Because you're the real ones. Seriously, it's been a year. Everybody always says, like, when they listen, you know, oh, we like the episode. It's very conversational. I felt like I wanted to reply and talk. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the same for us. Like, I want to be able to say, like, hey, insert name here. Welcome back. Yeah. Or, hey, what's going on? Where are you listening from? Where yeah. are you? Why are you and here? We get okay. some DMs sometimes where people are, like, have said they've been listening from the beginning or, like, love that episode. And that's that's nice. I mean. Yeah. That's our only way to know, really. I know. It, and that's never, like, as immediate as I want yeah. it, unfortunately. Like, I want it live. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, welcome back. Welcome to the new newbies here. Um, it's the day before episode goes live. Yep. Which recently we've been recording, like, right before. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. So there's, like, it really is, like, when you're listening, it's pretty much we're updating you with, like, what's going on. In our yeah. Life every week. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of here in the beginning when we roll with just some banter going on. We um actually before we started recording this episode, we we're like, "What do you want to talk about here?" Yeah. We, we didn't have it uh, as planned out as we have for some of the other ones, and you know, one of the big well, ones. And this the is the episode we do, but just like yeah, updates like stuff like that. We don't always have like ready to go. Yeah, the episode we always have the content, but we don't like some of the ups upfront stuff. So. But we were thinking and talking about this and like the big one right now for us and I think for a lot of people um, is the whole, you know, vaccine, COVID vaccine rollout. Um, we are fortunate enough to be able to get our second dose next week. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. I think I think I'm excited to be vaccinated. I'm not actually excited to like get the shot and you know, worry about side effects for 24 hours. But I think I it'll like be a nice peace of mind afterwards. A couple, you know, I think they say 10 to 14 days after is when you're fully protected. But yeah, I feel like we didn't know that there were like side effects after the second. I mean, it was kind of something we just like rumored and heard around for a while. And then now it's like we're kind of looking forward to like maybe having like a sick day, which is not very I'm not looking forward to I'm having saying, a sick like, day. I'm saying like we are we are though. Like we're looking forward to that instead of like not knowing if you're going to get sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to not it as like oh I'm it. so excited for this. But yes, I am definitely like, like we've been reading and trying to figure out everything like how you can or what you can do to maybe help minimize some of the impact with the second dose. Um so we've been trying to like research on that and I think we yeah. both want no side effects. Like we want nothing. Yeah. You know, we want the little the shot in the arm, I mean, and then it'd be after done. After our but... first one, we had pretty sore. Like I couldn't sleep on my arm that night at all. Yeah. Um. But that was it for me. Yeah, I think for the first one, um, the side effects were pretty pretty minimal for both of us. We both had like a sore arm for a day or two, but yeah. it wasn't anything that was. Like I, I think I still worked out the next day. Like it wasn't yeah, like yeah, same debilitating or anything. I so. think this time around we'll probably like plan to maybe just take it slow the next day. Yeah. Um, but they're I out we'll for just... everyone now. I mean, anyone can get it. 
right? Yeah, I, th- I don't. I don't know if it's fully open to anybody. I, I think it's on like a state by state basis. Um, you know, the different regulations on on how the states are opening and making the vaccines available. But yeah. we definitely are um, hearing and knowing more people that are getting being able to get their vaccine. Yeah. Um, you know, Pennsylvania, I think, just open to anybody over the age of sixteen that wants can go get it. So. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, another one of the big things was the um, Johnson & Johnson vaccine just got put on pause for some of the potential side effects related to blood clots. And, you know, that's not deferring or deterring us from going to get our second one, but it is something that, you know, we are aware of. And, you know, I think it's good that everybody is aware, you know, you want to know the um, I mean, potential impact of getting the vaccines. But yeah, I think. I don't know, maybe people know that I was definitely a little bit, like, scared to get it, and I still am. I still am, like, very uneasy about it, um, but, you know, I'm doing it, and I feel like something that helped me, I guess, my mom was kind of just like, you know, when you were a kid and a baby, you had all these vaccines because mm-hmm. that was, you know, not really a choice even. Um, and then I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like I already have had so many in my body. So it's just kind of like, trust it. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people have kind of their, you know, their doubts, the questions. And, you know, this is one of the ones, it's one of those times where you just kind of got to trust the medical world, trust the doctors. I mean, there's so much research and stuff out there that, that says, you know, this is safe. There are going to be instances where, you know, side effects may be negative. And I'm, I'm glad to see, you know, the um, FDA and CDC inter- intervening pretty quickly, pretty early on saying, yeah. look, if this is all causing a problem, let's step in. Let's, you know, stop utilizing. Let's well, figure I it out. It's it's causing not- a, I mean, like, it scared me at first. And then I think, like, reading it, it's like, you have to think about, like, for example birth control that causes a percentage of people can have certain side effects like one in a thousand people which is so much more than what's going on Mm -hmm. and like yeah like there's just anything else like we drink alcohol you know there's i guess like a lot of things that when you hear news it's very immediate and it's reactive and that's what's scary about it um especially when it's like a topic that's so big but i feel like it's a lot about like the media as well yeah you know with everything yep yeah, definitely. So so hopefully this time next week when we're recording or when you're listening next week, we'll be both be fully vaccinated and vaccine. I think we're really just excited to be able to travel again. Well, we have this trip. Our, so we were supposed to go on a honeymoon last year when we got married to Greece. Obviously, we couldn't go. So now we have like this paid for really nice hotels trip to Greece and I had emailed the hotels that we were supposed to stay in and I was like hey like we're thinking about booking for the summer but I'm still just not sure and one of them got back to me saying that Greece is potentially opening up in May to people in the U.S. who have been vaccinated so I was like okay you know I think at some point traveling overseas you might be required to have it and I feel like that was also another reason that put me over and just was like okay yeah yeah, I want to travel Hopefully, the summer brings a lot more of that. Yeah. I don't really, I don't know exactly, but. Yeah. That's like our next, that would be our first big trip when we're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. It's something for us to look forward to. And I think a lot of people are looking forward to 
traveling and just yeah i mean heck just freedom to be able to go and see and yeah i saw a stupid tiktok um oh you did it was like one of you these stupid tiktoks of course, every single of course, day of course was uh <laughs> like you know somebody like what's the first thing you're gonna or what's one thing we did before covid that you're gonna look forward to getting back to normal you know they like say that and they go i'll go first and they say what, something. what is it but so it was what's one thing you're looking forward to that we did before covid um that you're looking forward to getting back to normal and then it cut to another guy, and he was like, man, I really look forward to walking into grocery stores and kissing the greeter right on the lips. <laughs> What's and he his was point? Like, what? What's his point? He was just, I mean, he was making a joke, but obviously, I don't know what his point was. His point was to get make something funny and get followers and get a lot of views on TikTok. But it, it's funny to think about all the things. We were at a little, like, birthday get-together, and somebody like blew out the candles and everybody was like, are we supposed to eat that cake yeah. now? Like he blew on, like, uh, yeah. like that was a place where I everybody mean, was vaccinated. I think it's the like, number one thing I'm looking forward to is everyone just being comfortable again. I don't, yeah. I'm so sick and it's everyone's right. I'm just sick of it. Like I'm sick of going to family parties where we're like, do we hug? Do we do this? When it's like in reality, like we've been, we're hugging yeah. and like just doing things that are like people are nervous about or some people are like. You know, it's just I want everyone to be comfortable again and not in it. Yeah. I will still be uncomfortable at group gatherings just because that's like my thing to be uncomfortable well, with groups. Not. But it's not your thing. I, I think, yeah, right? Like the the peace of mind Yeah. that that it will all bring when it's done. Just to not – and I mean, we, we were hanging out um, with a group – not a big group, a small group of people recently. And literally everybody there has been vaccinated. Yep. And – it's still just there prevalent in like the back of everybody's mind. Like people still had like masks on and then would pull them down, put it just, you know, around like their chin and like, okay, that's fine. Or like, yeah. it, it just is like, I'm ready for it not to be on yeah. my mind. And I know it's not like that's like a short time. Like that'll be months until that's not yeah. on our mind or maybe a year. I don't even know when, yeah. but I think that'll be the, the best piece. And, yeah. Um, so what else do we, I guess there's a helicopter Whoa. hovering over our building right now. I feel like when it's hovering, that means something. Hey, go look. Um, so Julia's walking over to look out the window to see what this helicopter's hovering for. Yeah. All right. She said there's nothing to see. But I was going to say a quick while she's gone, let me tell you about my weekend. Um, I had a fun little... I went golfing. I went Yay. golfing. I had a fun little weekend getaway. Um I think I've said on here kind of my interest in golf and just enjoying it and having a lot of fun playing. And I'm not very good, but I like playing. You are good. Um, He's being... Not really good. Okay. So I, I, I got out and played this past weekend with my two brothers and my nephew. Um, we played in a tournament out in like central Pennsylvania. So I went and spent the the night at my younger brother's place. And it, it was just fun. It, it, it did feel normal. Both my younger brother and his wife are both fully vaccinated, and they have been for a while. Um, so it just was like a nice little weekend getaway. Yeah. Um, Julia. I was here. Stepped in, hung out with Willow, hung handled with Willow. the dog. So I got to got to have the night, but it was just a nice nice trip to be able to I don't know get away from Willow and Julia and go play golf. And then text me that night saying he misses me. So. I did miss you. You always miss me. 
Always. So, yeah. and then actually, I guess that was Friday to Saturday, and then Sunday, um, we we were with Julia's family. Um, Julia's grandfather actually passed away. Um, almost exactly a year ago at this point. It was literally five days before everything shut down. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. He passed away right at the the beginning of March last year, and he was 96 years old. So it was, you know, lived a good long life, and, you know, it was just kind of age. And, but I guess it's a Jewish tradition that a, a year after burial, that they do a unveiling of the headstone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that with Julie's parents, her brothers, and her grandmother and uncle. Yeah, it was just it's... like a small little gathering. It's actually a, a rainy day um, that the the rain stopped pouring while we were out there at the gravesite. It was actually kind of a, a nice moment um, just with like the small, knit, close-knit family just kind of remembering um, Poppy. Poppy. That was the first time that my grandma also had seen like my brothers in a year. Um, I had seen her with my mom, but she's, you know, as soon as he died, she was basically alone. But the mm-hmm. plan was like, okay, Poppy's probably going to die soon. Like we all knew that. Yeah. And she was, she's still very like physically able to, and she's like 94. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were going to like take her to Florida to see her brother and like do all these things. And then like this past year, she's basically been like stuck in her, like everyone, but like more for her because she's so old that I think she's extra careful and nervous and she just got her vaccine and everything so it was like she got to see us for the first time in like a year and it was she was crying yeah when we got there she came out of her car and she was um wearing her mask and we kind of like walked up we're like nana like can we give you a hug like everybody's vaccinated you're you know she's had both and she kind of like like, was like are we allowed to like i don't know and we're like you know, the CDC has said people who are vaccinated can interact without masks in small gatherings. Yeah, I think my brother just kind of went in for it. Um, yeah. So we, we all kind of like, you know, stepped up and gave her a hug. And a, as, you know, we were like hugging her, she started like crying, like not just tearing up, like pretty emotional. Yeah. And she was like, this is what I've wanted. This is what I've been missing. She's just like, just it's being been so able long. To, and it yeah. was... um. I mean, it was kind of, it was, I'm going to say like a cool moment. Like it, it was sad, but it was like nice. Like it was, it was an like uplifting kind of feeling. Tears, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was a good reminder. I mean, I think at the beginning of, towards the beginning of COVID, everybody was like, you know, reach out to the elderly, call your yeah. family, call your friends. And I feel like kind of that sentiment has like died down. Um, but it was a good reminder still like, yeah. you know, Nana has been alone for so long and like yeah like we kind of you know, know like what she's still going needed through but to... it's we really don't because she's been alone yeah so we did that and um it was good it's good to see her it's good weekend and yeah i feel like things are like kind of you know they're on the up i don't know what what am i trying to say when i say that they're on the rise they're on the rise up yeah Th- things are feeling a little bit like they're normalizing getting yeah. back to normal and i think we all feel that yeah I think we all we have more of like an optimistic outlook on the whole situation right now. Yeah. You know, the vaccines, I think the nicer weather is yeah, making like people a little being, happier. Yeah. But also, I mean, it, this is like another reminder. Still keep your mask on. Still, you know, still try and follow, um, you know, the CDC recommendations. Like things are not we're not fully in the clear yet. We still do need to stay. 
yeah. um, consistent with the regulations. And, you know, that's only going to enable us things to get back to normal quicker. And yeah. if we kind of ignore all that, then I don't know. All right. Well, enough uh, us being, you know, boring. Let's get into the episode. Yeah. Actually, why don't you say what you're drinking first? Because that's a new thing. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Well, I'm um, not drinking anything. But. Yeah. So this is another morning um, morning session of us recording. So we're not drinking alcohol right now. Um, but recently I've been, I don't know. One of my older brothers drinks these energy drinks, and um, he loves them, and he kind of got me hooked on them. So it's just like a, it's called Highball Energy, just H-I-B-A-L-L Energy. And it's just uh, sparkling water with energy in it. Um, Just like a ball of energy. Yeah, it's just like a ball of energy. (laughs) Well, I feel like, because I don't drink them because I don't like the caffeine, but... In terms of energy drink, when you think of them, I think of like Monster, Red Bull. So this is just like a healthy version of a energy drink. And I think yeah. Pat likes to be Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I like, I mean, like Did instead of a cup too? of coffee or instead of, I don't know, anything, it's just like, oh, let me just have one of these. And I think we yeah. buy them at Whole Foods. So it's like a, a cleaner yeah, like energy. A cleaner. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, I'm actually drinking one that's vanilla flavored right now. I really like yeah. it. it reminds me of drinking like a like it's a like, vanilla coke or something yeah. it's not as sweet but yeah, yeah i don't um, know we we got to get back into recording in the nighttime that yeah, way i can, can have... make good drinks yeah. and have that fun again yeah the episode today i had put on our story and our personal stories that we were going to do um you guys submitted i put a i put a question box in that said, I wanted we wanted to hear your lessons that you've learned the hard way that you'll never forget. So basically, like things in your life that you learned and that you take with you now forever because of that moment that you learned, like a, a hard lesson or something like that. Um, and a lot of you sent in to our email and DMs and inbox. So we're going to read some of those and talk about them. Um, I've been having the hardest time trying to think of one for myself. I think there's like little moments, but why don't you say... Did you have one? Yeah. Yeah, this was just one of those episodes, I mean, you know, wanted to get kind of everybody's thoughts and input on. And I think those are our favorite types of episodes to do. Just like when we can interact with the audience more and like, you know. Yeah. You guys can yeah, submit Yeah, audience stuff submitted in. things. And this was an idea that I think we were, I don't know, I feel like 2021 so far has been very like, what is it, introspective, like looking back, looking ahead. Yeah. And this is like... I don't know. You always want to be like thinking about who I am today. I think we did a, an episode that was like five things that have shaped us. Mm-hmm. And I think about that. That was like, okay, I actually need to like sit down and like look at what I've done in my life and what has actually helped shape who I am today. Yeah. And I think that was a little bit of this. It's like, what are some lessons I've learned the hard way? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, the, the one that I thought for myself and like Julie, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about it and I was like, I can't think of one. I can't think of one. And then the, no, there's the, like a lot of like little lessons, like, yeah. you know, and it's also like the hard way. I don't, I well, don't know. Like my stupid, I mean, it's not stupid. When I was a teenager, me and my friends like stole from stores once yeah. we did it one time and we got caught and that was a huge lesson for me i mean as soon as you got caught i stopped doing it and it was yeah. like wow thank god i got caught otherwise i could be in it but that isn't something that i would like 
you know, it's just kind of like one and done. Like I won't ever do that again, yeah. but it wasn't like a well, life lesson. I think that is actually a life, life lesson because I think as a teenager, you don't always understand the potential impact that every decision has on your life. And like in that instance, you learned the hard way, like the seriousness of decisions like that yeah. and that there is an impact. I mean, honestly, if you've gotten away with it that time, next the following week, maybe you did it again. The following week, you did it again. And the next week, you try and steal something a little bigger and you get arrested. And like it's yeah, more, we didn't and, get arrested. and it's like, yeah, you didn't get arrested. But if they had you on camera doing it five times yeah. and you had stolen $20,000 yeah. worth of stuff, like, you know, it, it, it could have had a very significant impact. And, yeah. you know, and I think it's, I don't know. it was stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> but so the, the one that I was thinking about, and I, I know the experience. I keep trying to tie it to what is the lesson I learned and the lesson. Yeah, in the hard way. Because I feel yeah. like what you're about to say is not like you don't regret. No, I, it, it's definitely not a regret. So for me, for a long time, my dream job was to be a college football coach. And um, that was something that I worked for. It was all I could think about. I was, every day it was how can I accomplish this? And... I accomplished that goal. Like, you know, I, I lived that dream. Yeah. And ultimately I was like, wow, this is a terrible dream. This is not what I want anymore. And it, it was, um, I guess you can say it just the, wasn't what you thought. It wasn't, it In wasn't what way. I thought and it wasn't, yeah, only what I thought. Yeah. There was so much more to it. There was, you know, just a lot. And it, I mean, I, I, achieved my dream job and I realized that that dream job was not for me and yeah. that it was a little bit of like a tough realization because it was like okay I've accomplished this this is going to be the rest of my life this is going to be great and then it was like nope change of plans it was just like this, this is not what, what I wanted what this wanted. actually sucks like yeah. you know and and it sucks because of me not because like you know I know plenty of people that still coach college football and they're they love it. amazing people that love what they do and right. it just that that suits them it didn't suit me yeah and I think that was probably a big part for me where like the lesson was the onus is on me to be happy and fulfilled and not on what I'm necessarily doing or how like like it wasn't the job that was going to make me happy it was on right. me to make myself happy and like I had to own what it was going to be or what it was going to take for me to be happy yeah so it's like I don't know I, I think about this honestly with like you know I think a couple episodes ago we talked about you reaching a hundred thousand and it was like that's awesome that's so cool like you've made it but it's like not really. Yeah. You you have a big following, but it's like the onus is still on you to be happy, to keep working, to keep going, to keep doing. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like the end doesn't justify the means. And I, I'm not sure that's the right application of that saying, but it's like, I don't know. I, I got to a point where I thought I was just going to be like the happiest person. I was like, you know, high five and everybody, this is awesome. And then it's like, no, that wasn't the case. On to the next thing. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like I learned the lesson of like ownership yeah. of yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. We're like, it's very situational for you because it was like very personal. Yeah. Um, and it, it wasn't like a, um, it wasn't like a one time incident that I learned something. It was like a lesson over years right. that took me learning. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think about past relationships and like the heartbreak, right? Like that is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way, that love is a fragile thing, that love takes work, that love is not, you know, some Cinderella story that you're always going to feel mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky and things are great. No, I learned that love is hard, that love takes work. And yeah. like, you know, it took those failing relationships and heartbreak to really realize that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have the same. I think a lot of people, like a lot of people that wrote in had said, like it was a lot about relationships or careers and relationships meaning like with family and friends too not just like um intimate relationships or whatever Mm -hmm. but romantic romantic yeah um i guess i can read some yeah let's get into them um so this wait let me see this one is a different type of one i actually just thought it was funny not funny but i'm gonna read it it has nothing to do with like relationships okay a lesson recently learned if you are involved in any type of car accident identify the vehicle asap get photos if possible and the license plate if you can do so safely get all this info even before you pull over this might be a no-brainer for some but i never realized people could be such jerks we were rear-ended last weekend and the guy in the car who hits us pulled up next to us and said we should pull off to exchange info on the next side of the street to get the to get off of the main road When he said this, I let my guard down, thinking, we'll just exchange info and it's going to be okay. The guy pulls ahead, turns right down the next street, and then we follow. And then all of a sudden, he accelerated, turned left on a red light, and got away. We felt so stupid, we only got a partial license plate and never took a picture. Wish we had. Luckily, everyone is okay, but the jerk got away with it and really wished we had gotten the full license plate number. I feel Mm. like this is, I mean, the, the bigger picture of this story, I feel like, is... It's kind of sad to say, but I feel like it's like just don't trust people. <laughs> it's that like is not sad. trusting. Yeah. Yeah, which it's sad because it sounds like she wanted to just I think was it a girl? Or this person wanted to you know, they're like it's going to be fine, like this yeah. is going to be a nice person, we're going to trust him, we're got each other's infos, it'll be fine. And that's yeah. it. and that was a lesson now she learned, which is kind of that kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, she just wanted to believe when the guy in the other car said, "Yeah, pull over, we'll be I'll pull up next to you. We'll get each other's information. Like, she's like, okay, I believe you. Yeah. You know? Like, and like for him to like, just pull away in the beginning if you're going to do that. For him to like say, hey, let's exchange everything. It'll be great. And yeah. then like go up in front of them and like accelerate and leave. It's just, I don't yeah. know. The, those moments are definitely like the worst. They just, they suck. They give you like false hope and that's like the worst yeah. type of feeling. Yeah. I feel like that's a <laughs> a unique lesson learned Yeah, well, that's what I liked it because it just different. Hopefully a lesson that you never have to act on in the future. Yeah. I hope you don't get in another car accident. And, yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of the shorter ones so that, because there was some that I like want related to. Oh, this one. This one says, almost let my anxiety ruin my relationship. Self-sabotage. <laughs> and I feel like I relate to this so much, or I did in the beginning of our relationship. Um... I almost let this ruin our relationship, I feel like. For me, you I don't even know yeah. if you would have noticed, but I felt like um I don't know her situation. She didn't really expand on like what that 
how, what happened. She said, almost let my anxiety ruin my, my relationship. And that was like me, like in the beginning of our relationship, I was so anxious. It was like long distance. I was so worried about like what was going to happen or like if I was doing the right thing or if I was doing too much or not enough that like my anxiety literally got to me and I was psycho and I was like out of control. And like, I think I didn't really talk to you about it in the beginning because I didn't want you to know. And like, yeah. I almost was like, I can't do this anymore. And then it was like, if I did that, my it would have been my anxiety just taking over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it sounds like this is not a lesson learned the hard way. It sounds like this is a lesson that could have yeah. been learned the hard way. Um, Don't if self-sabotage she, yourself. Yeah. 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 It sounds like she caught it at the right time mm-hmm. um, when she realized she was going down a not the best path and, you know, realized what was going on and then got control of the anxiety yeah. and didn't let it, let it sabotage her relationship. Yeah. Those are also like, I think anxiety, uh, I mean, the self-sabotage topic is like a huge like lesson to me. And I think a lot of people, like it goes mm-hmm. with like overthinking. Like a lot of things are happening in your brain that aren't actually happening in real life. Yeah. And it's like, those are huge lessons to just understand. Like, especially for me, it's like, just because I'm thinking something doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's even real. Yeah. And that's like... A big, I think that's a big, that should have been mine. That's why I related to it so much because I was like, that's yeah. my life. Yeah. Well, I think what you said there about like kind of your thoughts, I think that's probably a great lesson that a lot of people have learned the hard way. And I mean, I didn't yeah. think of this until you said it right now. How many times could I have accomplished so much more or done more or became more if only my thoughts weren't in my way? And I, what comes to my mind, I'm sure you guys have seen it. There's like a, it's like a motivational picture where yeah. it's like uh, top and bottom. The top picture is a guy like digging a hole and he's walking away saying, I'm giving up. But right past the bottom of the hole that he was digging is like diamonds or gold or whatever. Oh. So he was searching for gold or diamond. And right before he got there, he gave up because the thoughts in his mind were, I've gone too far, I've done too much, I've given so much energy, I'm giving up. But if he had kept going, obviously he could have gotten to that. I think that's like the, you know, we all let our minds, our thoughts get in the way of becoming what we want to become or accomplishing what we want to accomplish. Yeah, totally. Oh, I hate that. Well, it's scary to think about. Yeah. Because look back on your life and, I mean, I, I think back, the first one that just came to my mind was like, when I made the decision to stop pursuing playing football further, you know, it was like, okay, I had, you know, workouts with an NFL team and, you know, it didn't go as I wanted pretty quickly. I was like, I'm going to give up, you know, Mm -hmm. whereas I know other people who, you know, would have taken it or took it to the next level saying, okay, let me play in a lesser league than the NFL. And people would play in, you know, arena leagues. Yeah, I feel or like though that local. is also like I don't think you. There's a difference between giving up and like letting something go. You know, like I don't think you gave up. You just didn't like it anymore. It wasn't what you wanted to do, and you realized that, so you just decided. I'm to saying let it go. playing football though. Like I stopped oh. working out and trying to keep playing football at a point when I was like, I'm done. Yeah. You gave up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You were going to play in the pros? No. (laughs) Okay. This one is a lesson I learned the hard way. 
communicating your feelings even when it's not in everyone's best interest. I have a hard time with commu- con- with confrontation. I never want to be in a predicament with anyone. I dated a guy for I know so many people like this. Mm-hmm. I dated a guy for almost three years, but towards the last few months of the relationship, I was feeling different about us. Contemplating it, I still f- contemplating if I still felt the same way that I that I did in the beginning, but brushed off those feelings, or so I thought I was. I never said anything to him because I couldn't bear to have that conversation of, I don't know if I'm in love with you anymore. It made me feel bad, like a bad person. LOL, this wasn't even the worst of it. Long story short, I had a coworker who I was friendly with. Not like that, though, I thought. It was my last day working, so we had a few shift drinks, which I was definitely feeling. We lived in the same area, so so me, him, and our other coworker slash friend, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. co-worker slash his friend went back home together well i ended up being unfaithful to my then boyfriend i still beat myself up about it four years later because i never imagined i would do such a thing however i truly believe everything happens for a reason because i've been dating the co-worker ever since we mm. live together and have a fur baby too even though if i could take it back i would it really made me realize the importance of expressing your feelings no matter how they make you or the other person feel because the silence could be lethal wow that is a great lesson though yeah i mean a lot of people go through this and yeah. i don't know how old you were when it happened but i feel like you're it sounds like maybe you were young and you didn't know how to express your feelings then and yeah you learned the hard way but it's like like she said everything happens for a reason and i feel like yeah well i think this is the prime example of like a lesson learned and because yeah. you the way it's written, I mean, she is looking back saying, I now know this. I have I learned that from that mistake. Yeah. And obviously that was a mistake, you know, being unfaithful to the boyfriend and, you know, for mm-hmm. a million reasons, whatever was going on. Um, and yeah, definitely that's a hard one. You know, I think Julia and I talk on every relationship episode we do, like the value of being able to communicate yeah. and communicating your feelings, even when they're hard or difficult feelings. Like that is... Um, you know, not an easy thing to do and obviously commend whoever this person is yeah. that wrote that in talking, you know, being able to write it down and talk about it and being aware of it. Yeah. And like I under, I totally understand the guilt and her saying like I still beat myself up about it because I feel like there's like little things that I did when I was like a teenager or stuff like yeah. that where I'm like if I think – if I sit down and think about it too long, I'll get guilt again. And it's like well, that was mm-hmm. so long ago. Yeah. So I understand like beating yourself up about it but I think it's now just like looking forward and like – you're obviously realizing what you did and like yeah it was for a reason yeah and no this is interesting yeah it's like don't beat yourself up over it just compartmentalize it as a lesson learned the hard way yeah it's funny to read this um and like this is kind of off topic but you know how we've done like relationship episode whatever where it's like people cheat Mm -hmm. and then like you only see one this is like totally the other side of cheating Mm. you know what i mean like i'm not saying what she did is good because it's obviously not i think she knows that but it's like she now is taking that and making it good. And she's like, I'm never going to do that again. And I feel like yeah. a lot of people will be like, you cheat once. You always like, no, I don't, that's not true. Yeah. And I feel like this is a, like, just an example of like someone who learned a lesson. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, This one is kind of similar. So I'm just going to read it since we're on the same topic. Hey, this is about when I learned a lesson the hard way. Hi. Um, I was going through a breakup and decided to, you know, have fun, sleep around with a couple guys, probably three, but we all kind of knew each other. Yes, I know, gross, but I was like 17, so we don't talk about it. 
there were guys who I considered my really good friends. And when it happened, they started calling me a slut, names, blah, 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 and saying that they wouldn't pay a dollar to sleep with me, overall sexualizing me. I felt awful and confided in my other guy friend. Then later, I was, I was visiting them in university, guy I confided in and the ones who slut-shamed me. The guy who I confided in sexually coerced me. For a while, blamed my, I, for a while, I blamed myself because it felt like I should have been more in control, but it made me spiral down so hard that it forced me to take a step back evaluate who I considered my friends. I analyzed why I was letting people treat me like shit. Most importantly, I learned to love myself and to be kind and forgive myself. Um, I stopped putting boundaries on myself to be nice to other people, though, even though they're assholes to me and choose to be kind, genuinely, to myself and people. Hmm. At the end of that, I, like, hmm. lose track when I'm reading it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pull out of that what the lesson is. I guess the lesson is... Don't beat yourself up when other people are dicks to you because yeah, it, it sounds it's like, like about letting it go. And I also think it's about like she's saying like she blamed herself when she she feels like she should have been in more control. But it's like that's the lesson. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's hard to <clears throat> say uh, like really what sounds terrible about this is like how those guys were treating and talking about her. Like, that sounds like the bad yeah. part, and that sucks. Those guys are whatever. Um, and, yeah, not beating yourself up over, you know, what you <clears throat> were doing or how you're feeling or, you know, I think that's, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so these are a few shorter ones that I want to read. This one says, when I didn't pay a parking ticket and I got a $500 impound fine with a heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Well, that's a good lesson. Yeah. It, is, it honestly handle, is. Handle your tickets quickly. But like I do think about that because it's like something happens and then you're like, I need to take care of this or something bigger is going to happen. And then it does. And then you're like, shit, why didn't I just take care of that? Like yeah. it's like a stupid lesson, but one that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I missed a friend's wedding for a job only to leave that job shortly after. Life is greater than work always. That's a tough one. <laughs> and actually, I mean, I had the same experience. I, I missed a friend's wedding um, for work when yeah. I was coaching football. And I think that was one of the things that got me out of coaching football is I was missing too many things because during the season there was no getting away, no matter what. I missed a friend's wedding. I missed holidays. I missed Christmas. I missed Thanksgiving. I, I missed yeah. a lot. And that was one of the things Which that got me time, out. time, you know. Yeah, it's hard to kind of realize. I mean, in the moment, it – I mean, I, I felt sad, especially about the friend's wedding. I mean, he's one of my best friends. Um, and in the moment, yeah, it's kind of like, okay, this is okay, not a big deal. But now looking back, it's like, damn, I wish I could go back and, you know, realize or yeah. done whatever I could have to gotten out of work. And, you know, I don't know if I could have. I mean, I tried, but yeah, th that does suck. <laughs> yeah. And that's also like for you a reason that leaving was, a, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, this one is, I went into a interview, I went into an interview at my college job too casual cause I had been there three year, three plus years. And then someone with only one year got management job above me. Don't be so too what, confident. Yeah. What is the lesson? Don't be too confident. Don't be too casual. Especially when it comes to like professionalism, like jobs and stuff. Cause I feel like for me too, it's like in your mind, you think that you like know this and this because of your background, but the person interviewing you doesn't know that about you mm -hmm. and like they don't care at the same time. So you have to just like, you have to pretend that like 
almost you're at the bottom no matter what if you want to get the job and yeah show what you're good at but like yeah i think just like don't be too confident yeah you know this is a lesson she said never discuss money with friends it got dumped because of it still grieve a loss for the for the best though bad people i guess that was just like a personal thing for her yeah I, yeah, I guess yeah i don't fully agree with like don't share like don't talk about money yeah well, i think the the lesson is maybe not specifically about money but being cognizant of what you're sharing what you're talking about right like some friends that's going to be okay other friends that's not going to be okay you yeah. know like if you're you know being aware of who you're talking to matters and some groups of people you're going to be okay to talk about anything yeah other groups you're not yeah didn't listen to my parents about college and loans, and now I have a shitload of debt. Hmm. That's well, a lesson that I feel like I got really, I I got lucky with, and yeah, that's that's hard. It's like a, it's one of those things when you're young you don't care about. That's a tough one because that's not necessarily a lesson for everybody. Yeah, that's like, like a personal yeah. lesson that if you're regretting or you think you made the wrong decision, yeah, then that's you know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but I mean, I, yeah. When I graduated college, I had a what bunch does that even of debt. Mean hindsight's twenty twenty. Like you look back and everything was. Did you say that about any year? You're saying twenty twenty because that was the 2020 last year. Twenty twenty vision, not the year. <laughs> Hindsight twenty twenty. Meaning, when you look back, you can see everything clearly. Ah. Hmm. I thought you were saying that about twenty twenty. No. 2020. no okay. Um, you know, like when I look back on my college experience like yeah i spent a lot of money my like i i came out of that with a lot of student loans yeah but i wouldn't change it right just because of the loans now if you're doing something or your experience is that college wasn't worth it then yeah you could say that you know that was a good lesson but that's yeah. definitely not for everybody yeah. like a lot of people take on college loans for the yeah, right for, reasons right. and it enables them yeah. to do a lot yeah but i also think like for her situation like I do feel like when when you're young and you're and like if you have the option to not not do something where you don't rack up loans, but like in your mind you're like 18, you're like I don't mm -hmm. care, and then you do, and then later you're like, oh, I wish I wasn't, you know, I wish I understood at that point. And that's like the a big problem with loans. Um, I plagiarized a one page paper and got academic probation for six years, but I got into PA school. <laughs> Six years? Wow. That's a long time. Yeah, that is. For, I guess, PA school is like, that's like medical stuff. Yeah. So maybe it's like a bigger, I don't know, maybe it depends on the school. Yeah. It's funny, I'm thinking about my most recent experience, like going through my master's program. There were so many times where I was like, I know I could just Google this yeah. and find papers or I could just pay somebody. Like yeah. there's so many resources now where like... You pay somebody a hundred bucks and they'll just write right. a paper and for you. And even like and researching though. It's like if you find like one sentence. Yeah. You can't, unless you quote it exactly and like you say that, like that could be plagiarizing and that could yeah. ruin your whole paper. Yeah. And I was saying like that whole experience, like there were times and I was like, you know, I can think of one specific time I was like, all right, I know I got to get this done. I don't have the energy and motivation to do this right now. I have two options. I either plagiarize in one way or another or i was and this is the other option is the one i took i just emailed the professor and i was like hey i know i'm missing the deadline i just can't get this done i don't want to take this other route 
can I just get an extension? And, yeah. you know, the, the professor was like, sure. Like, yeah. You know, I prefer this too. And like, I got, you know, I'm glad I took that route. I had, right. you know, definitely experienced people who had plagiarized and kind of, yeah. you know, that through all of high school and college. Yeah. And- um, this one's interesting. It says, learn to look at yourself in retrospective and know that you don't always hold the truth. This like, I feel like hit me because I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know when – okay, so I was listening to a different podcast and they were talking about how when someone – like, if we're having a conversation and mm-hmm. you'll say something to me and I'll be like, yeah, I know, I know. Like, and I'll be like, yeah, I already know that. But yeah. it's, it's like me just not letting whoever's telling me something to just like not t- let them know that like I'm one step ahead of them and just kind of yeah. be like, even if I don't know or I do know, just like listen. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what I'm taking out of that. It's like you don't always have to be like, yeah, I know. It's like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> does that make sense? I'm not sure it does make sense, but why? You don't get what I'm saying? Well, I no, I know what you're saying. I'm not fully tying it to what they're saying. I think they're oh. Yeah. I think you're giving an exa- a specific example of Yeah. I'm not sure. Just like okay, I mean that was like what I related it to, but I think what they're saying is just look at yourself, realize that you don't always know what's best or the truth and you can like learn, like I'm, they didn't give me their story, but I'm assuming yeah. they learned something from somebody after realizing that they thought they were right, but they weren't. Yep. And that's a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good lesson. I'm trying to think of an example, like what, yeah. what the circumstance surrounding this is. Obviously this is, you know, a lesson they learned the hard way. I don't know what I wish or they how they learned me. it. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Um, you know, I, one thing I think about and like people's experiences are very different. And like, you know, the one saying like, um, it's something like be kind to everybody. Everybody's fighting their own battles. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I'm tying this to is like my experience sometimes driving a car, right? Like you're interacting with all the other people, all these other cars, like, Somebody might be um, going really slow or going really fast, and I'm just like, yeah. you know, yeah. mad, whatever. And in reality, like, all I know what is going on in my car. I right. don't know what that person right. is experiencing. I don't know right. what they're driving to, what they're driving from. Like, and it's not on me to know or right. care. Like, yeah, I hope they're safe, but like, they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. You it's know, like you don't way. always know everyone. I, I guess you can think about it that way. Yeah. That's kind of how I'm taking what this person is saying. It's like you don't always know what everybody else's reality is. So what you think is not always right. Right. I think it's very situational too. Like maybe they had an actual situation where they were like, I'm thinking of it like they're having a conversation with someone and they're like, this is what happened. This is what was right. And then later realize that like, yeah, like that yeah, wasn't like right. They and were they're wrong like, oh, because shit. they don't know. They didn't have the knowledge of everything going on. Yeah, I think a big, like a good lesson is to be like, to tell yourself, and everyone can say this because no one knows everything about everything. Like, no one knows the truth about everything, so. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read one more long one. Mm. So one lesson I've learned the hard way is to not let people make you feel small and to recognize red flags in relationships. Another relationship one. Trust your gut and intuition. A couple years ago, I was in a toxic and abusive relationship and it nearly destroyed me. He was very jealous, would gaslight a situation. What does gaslight mean? I hear that a lot. Like, So there's like an actual thing to it. Um, 
would gaslight a situation like like downplay it like kind of change some of the atmosphere around it to make it seem Seem, not as bad or not as um let me continue would gaslight a situation would make me feel like i was the one who was in the wrong and constantly hurt me I stayed with him for about two years because I loved him and I didn't want to give up on someone and believe the lies he told me that things would change and he would get better, but they didn't. I only got the courage to finally break things off when I knew that if I didn't end the relationship, he would be the death of me. It was only that then that I started a long and intense healing process to become the much stronger and wiser person that I am today. Currently, I am in a much healthier and loving relationship with the man of my dreams we're planning to get engaged later this year, and that's the tea on my hard lesson. Hard learned lesson Mm. lesson. that's a good one and i mean there it sounds like a lot of lessons in there Mm -hmm. um you know just a lot of things kind of thrown into one bigger lesson there which is i think tied to relationships um you know being critical of your relationships whether that's like we said earlier a romantic relationship a casual a friends family relationship like you know the person who wrote that in said that their significant other was like talking down to them, belittling them. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot to learn from that alone on top of gaslighting situations on top of, you know, making you feel guilty on top of all the other things there. And I feel like something I want to point out too, with like the topic is like, I wrote like lessons that you learned the hard way, but that doesn't always mean that they weren't good lessons to learn. Like hard way is different than like, you know, I don't know. These are all the well, people that wrote in are like, these are lessons that are good. And every, a lot of people go through this, like, similar situations and they learn lessons and they're hard. Yeah. But now they're... Yeah. You know. Well, I think we learn every lesson. Lesson like, I don't know, there's so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Millions, trillions. And, you know, it's like probably before this specific person wrote this in, if you were like, hey, be aware of who you date. Right. Like, that's a lesson. They're yeah. probably like, all right, thanks. Thumbs up. Right. Have a good day. You have to learn it your but own you way. But you have to do it in a way that's going to be impactful, right? To and you. Exactly, that you're going to understand. I think of, you know, another one that just popped into my head, like some financial lessons, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. The totally. way a lot of people learn financial lessons is by hitting rock bottom. Yep. Like, I have $0 in my bank account. I don't have a job. I have no savings. You have no other option. I'm trying to pay bills. I need to figure out how I can improve my financial situation. Like that is learning it the hard way. Some other folks can, I don't know, read a book and somebody say, save money. And then that person's like, great, I'm going to save money. Those are two people who learned the same lesson, but learned it in very different ways. The one person it took hitting rock bottom. The other person it took picking up a book and reading it. The other thing is like somebody wrote in... um about struggling with addiction and like mm. they're like my heart goes out to anyone else suffering or if you know someone suffering i think that's like another i mean that's a lesson there's so many different situations but i'm in personally i'm thinking about like when you're young and people are like don't do drugs or don't do yeah. these things and you have like a choice to like decide what you're gonna do and sometimes yeah. it's like too late like for people and like, sometimes it's like like yeah. or it could be a huge less like some people who have gone through it and they like have overcome it and then they're like that was a lesson of my life like that was a huge lesson i don't know yeah yeah i think i mean the addictions is another really important one another like i think similar to the financial one i just gave like some people like balance with alcohol drugs certain lifestyle things like have that balance right Mm -hmm. 
drinks sometimes, you know, like yeah. uh, if it goes too far, you're going to learn lessons the yeah. hard way. Yeah. You have to be in control. And that is with addiction of anything, right? From the day you make the f- the first decision to try something new, to do something new, there's, yeah. you know, you're taking a risk. And- I mean, I can tell like a short story, like a little bit related. When I was in college and I was on like, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but I was on like anxiety medication. I've, I've mentioned that. And I remember like well, my freshman year of college, I would like go out with friends and get drunk and I was on uh, medicine and for some reason I didn't care. And like a few times I just got like, I just was like, I blacked out, passed out. I mm-hmm. feel like I almost didn't wake up a lot of those times. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it until like a few years later when I just actually was like educated on like what had happened and like how I didn't really know that like that was the reason I was getting extra intoxicated was because of my medicine and it could have been really bad for me. So now like now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I feel lucky that I, that nothing happened to me like while I was being stupid while I'm like mixing stuff. I think it, I think I realized it when like somebody I knew, uh, I think something similar happened and they ended up dying from that. And it was just like, I just feel like I got lucky. So that was a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a... A lesson? Definitely a lesson you learned. (laughs) And, you know, it it sounds like you learned the hard way, but could have been a harder way. Yeah, exactly. So. So those are some lessons for you guys to think about. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that that was interesting. Yeah, it was. I wasn't sure what I was going to get there. I think it was hard to think of like, within one day. And so I don't think we got as many uh, entries because it's hard. I was like, what, yeah. what is a lesson that I've learned? But like talking about it more now, I like have them in my mind. Yeah. You could think about it. Yeah. Interesting to see how people interpreted yeah. that that request. and um, I need more details, people, because a lot of them just sent in something I couldn't interpret. But yeah. some of them were good. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you to everybody who yeah, sent something in. in. And thank you guys for listening to this episode. But we read them and we take it to heart that you guys, we like are thankful that you guys are, feel open enough to send stuff to us and let us read. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. See you guys next week. See you, everybody.